Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Happy to have you here with me today. If you have a quick moment, please go ahead and pause this episode and go leave me a rating or review on whatever app that you are listening on. It really means a lot to me if you would do that. So if you have a second, I sure appreciate it. If you are motivated, driven, and ambitious, this episode is definitely for you. Right now, the workplace dynamics are changing so much because of coronavirus, so I wanted to talk specifically about demonstrating leadership in a changing environment, and I want to talk about that because if you work for a company that has been around for years and years and change doesn't happen very often, what you're going through right now may be really throwing you for a loop where maybe you're working from home where you normally wouldn't or whatever sort of dynamics that have changed. Maybe your workload has increased quite a bit or maybe your workload has decreased by quite a bit. So again, a lot of change is happening right now and change can be scary to all of us. So it's something that we almost instantly want to reject because We'd rather stay in our comfort zones, things that are comfortable to us, routines are comfortable to us. So everything that's happening right now for so many of us, changing our workplace dynamics or having kids at home or whatever it may be, social distancing for people who are extroverts versus introverts, all sorts of different things are happening right now. So I wanted to talk about how you can show your leadership when you are potentially even working remotely or just in a changing environment in general. If you really want to experience a lot of change and happening on a day-to-day basis, I would recommend working for a startup. That will have you be almost drowning in the deep end immediately in a sense because it really is so much change. I went from a very steady company that change did not happen often. I worked there for four years and then I got recruited to a new tech startup and boy was I in for a treat. There was so much change so often that they would always joke about how the only constant was change. And it was true for any of my girlfriends who went out on maternity leave. We would do our best to keep notes for our fellow leaders. But when they came back, it was almost like they needed to go through training or at least a refresher course on everything that had changed. So whereas at my previous company, I could memorize exact paths of our help center and knowledge base, I knew exactly where to find almost everything because I really took the time to get to know where everything was, but at this new company, 
everything was changing so often. So it helped that I knew the pathway to get there, but it was often updated with new information. So it was very important for me to at least know the path, but not necessarily always memorize the information because it changed so often. So I'm going to go over a few things with you that I believe will help you in demonstrating leadership with these changing environments and the situation that so many different companies are facing right now that I think will be helpful in a broad sense. Embracing change is pretty simple and straightforward, but I wanted to talk about it real quick for a moment. So embracing change does not mean that I want you to become a yes man. I really have a hard time with people who say yes to everything because they don't want to challenge it. So when I say embrace change, I mean welcome the idea, but also allow yourself time to let it sink in and ask as many questions that you feel you need to get to an understanding of why that change is happening. There's a lot of self-awareness that goes into this as well with embracing change because you want to be able to ask all the questions that you want to ask, but you also want to make sure that those questions are coming off well and are being received well. And having that heightened self-awareness will certainly help you know when you maybe need to reel back on your questions. And at that point, maybe it's time to write all of your questions down and prioritize the most important ones to at least start with and then continuing to ease into things uh, to, of course, continue to answer all of your questions because it is important that you understand to the best of your knowledge as to why things are happening. So again, Not just saying yes or accepting change because it's happening, but understanding that change is healthy or it can be healthy and understanding why it's happening. And sometimes change hurts in the moment, but can be helpful later on. So it's important as well to have a knowledge or an understanding of the bigger picture as to why this is happening. Of course, right now there's so many layoffs and job freezes and all sorts of different things, which if you're being affected by that, of course, in the immediate, it is a pain point. It's a struggle. It's something that may hurt in the moment, but in the bigger picture, understanding why companies are needing to make these decisions. And if you were the owner of the company, what would you need to be doing? Would you be making those same decisions or, you know, think through that. And I think it's healthy to see things from different perspectives to say like, what would I do if I were in their position? How would I have handled it? How would I have handled things differently? Or would I have done something differently? Because in the moment, of course, we feel like the victim or we feel attacked and taking a moment to understand and see that bigger picture can bring a little bit of clarity and peace to you once you realize that they aren't necessarily going after you because you're a bad person by any means, but they had to make it a business decision. And unfortunately, your position or multiple positions had to be eliminated for the time being. Of course, once everything recovers in a perfect world, hopefully that company is able to rehire many of the team members. But of course, all of us know HR 
requirements, you can't necessarily promise someone their job back because we don't know how long this is going to affect our economy. We don't know how badly it's going to affect each individual company or each individual position. So I think it's helpful to handle things with as much grace and dignity as possible while it's happening because you never know what the future holds right now. And if you have an opportunity to go back and work for that company, then you'll want to end things on good terms or handle things in a way that is professional. So I mentioned asking questions to understand, and I think this is so important as well, because if you don't ask questions and you go with the flow of things, sure, that can be helpful, but being seen as a leader, it is important to not necessarily challenge things, but to have an opinion and to be able to eloquently share that opinion with others or to ask questions to show that you are thinking of the future of the company or you are thinking of certain positions or certain team members or customers who may be affected by these changes. Who are you advocating for when change happens? Are you advocating for other team members? Are you advocating for the customer that can show leadership in the sense that You are wanting to make sure that you understand how everyone is affected in this and then you can go ahead and move forward. I think it's important and healthy to share how you feel in a respectful way because it's okay if you don't agree with everything. I don't want to work with people who agree with every single thing that I do because that means that I hired someone else who's basically exactly like me and I want a more diverse group of people to pull opinions from. Next is getting other team members on board. When things are changing and people are freaking out, I always think of after a town hall or a big team meeting where everyone is nodding their heads during the meeting when there's open forum for questions. Maybe you don't have questions or maybe not a lot of hands are raised And then as soon as that meeting lets out, everyone is finding their friend group or their gossip group and meeting up and getting everyone's opinions on what just happened, right? I know this because I've done it many, many times myself. There have been huge announcements that have happened and I didn't know what to think about them at the time. And It was a big change with a lot of emotion behind them at points. So me and my friends would talk about them and the what ifs and who knows what's going to happen next and what did you hear from so-and-so, right? It's essentially drama that doesn't always get you anywhere, but it's a little bit thrilling in the moment. So if you've been there, I don't blame you because I've been there myself. But one thing that's helpful that I want you to know is that you do not need to have an opinion right in the moment. If you're meeting up with your friends or coworkers to discuss a big change that has happened, be somewhat of an observer. And if someone asks you, hey, what do you think about what just happened? You can say, you know, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts that I'm thinking through, but I don't know if I have an opinion yet on whether or not I agree or disagree with the changes that are coming. 
I would really like to do some reflection and come up with some questions that I'd like to ask our leadership team or our direct supervisor, whoever it is, so that I can get some more understanding and clarity because I would imagine that the company wouldn't make a change like this if they hadn't thought through many of the things that I'm currently thinking through myself. So I think I need a little bit more understanding before I can form an opinion. And that right there can gain so much respect from your coworkers. It's just like if someone came up to you and told you about someone who you hadn't even met yet and maybe they were talking crap on them and said how awful they are and maybe they've worked with them at a previous company and they were just such a terrible worker all these things right all these negatives so are you going to let that affect your opinion of them when you go to meet them or are you going to give them a fresh slate and trust me this takes time it takes time and it takes effort to choose to give people a clean slate in that situation because I've been there. I've been the friend or the coworker who has disliked someone else because of something that had nothing to do with me. And it takes a lot of maturity and a lot of self-reflection and growth to be able to get over that. So again, I say that because I've been there. I've done that. I've had to do a lot of maturing in my years and that is one thing that I felt I've received feedback on is that people heard through the grapevine whatever it was and judged me in advance. So I was coming in with other opinions already being formed about me and that's hard. It's a tough battle to go up against when you're already coming in at a loss, right? I really didn't like that when that would happen to me. So I have worked really hard to understand where other people are coming from and they are totally entitled to their own opinion. But I always ask, you know, I would really like to form my own opinion about this person. I understand and respect where you're coming from, but I am going to start with a clean slate and see where things go. You'll be surprised at how far that actually gets you as well. And again, it's another way of being respectful, but showing leadership because in different leadership positions, you can't let other people's opinions necessarily affect how you think or what you're going to do before you even meet someone. So I went off on a little tangent there, but all in all, when you are in those groups after those team meetings and getting people to open up and share how they're feeling, that is a great opportunity for you to say, hey, that's a great question. I think we should ask that to our manager or you should ask that to your manager and I'll ask it to mine and maybe let's compare notes to see what their feedback is and how they're going to respond or react to that question because it's a valid concern. When you empower others by being proactive and thinking through things, it's helpful because you really don't get anywhere when all you're doing is gossiping, right? If you're there to vent about why you don't like what change is happening or you are asking questions within the group that you don't take anywhere else, 
that doesn't get you anywhere. It's a dead end and it's not productive or helpful. So being that voice of reason to say, Hey, that's a really great question. Do you feel comfortable going to your leader about this? And if not, I'd be happy to go to mine and ask it for you or, you know, on behalf of you, but not including your name, whatever it may be is again, being an advocate as well as a voice of reason. And when people start to get really riled up, I try to help bring that down and calm them down and say, hey, this change hasn't even gone into effect yet. Let's learn a little bit more before we, you know, start freaking out. There have been so many changes at past companies that I've worked for that threw me for a loop. And I feel like I was pretty in the know in many of my positions, but again, I didn't know everything. And when certain things were announced, I was really surprised. So it took me time as well to sort through my thoughts and my feelings and opinions. And again, like taking that time to be able to sort through what questions I needed answered before I could really get on board. And again, you're not always going to agree with the change, but you do need to ask the questions and help get other team members on board in the sense of understanding, but still being able to move forward for the company's bottom line. Because if it's something that you totally disagree with and you cannot in your own conscience feel good about working for that company going forward, that's when it's time to look for a new position. Another thing is simply showing up. I wanted to talk about this specifically today because of the fact that if you're working from home, how do you show up, right? I mean, you're going to be there for your team meetings or whatever that may look like, but show up in emails, show up in chat messages, show up however you can to let people know that you're there. Don't let people forget about you. If you are wanting to be seen as a leader, you are going to be one who is making sure that you're proactively checking in and you are helping keeping the conversation going and getting other people hyped up. And I don't necessarily think that you need to be a total extrovert, of course, to be a leader because there's many great introverted leaders that I know, but you don't have to be extremely extroverted to have conversations in your different chat channels. Creating individual relationships and cultivating those relationships is so important. And you can help advocate for your team members when they are comfortable with you and open up to you about different things. And that takes effort and it takes time. And you need to be willing to invest that time and do it from a place of genuine care for those team members and not for the sake of potentially promoting into a position of leadership. You want to be seen as a leader to your team members And doing that because you actually care about them to want to advocate for them or to help them have a voice when maybe they don't always have a voice. And that leads me to my final topic for today is being aware of others. So when you are having those team meetings, maybe they're virtual right now, or maybe you're at a company where you're still having some in-person team meetings. I don't know how that would really work with social distancing, but whatever it looks like, be aware of others. And I want you to do this going forward 
is scanning the room and being aware of other people and how they're reacting to things. Body language is so important. I can be in a team meeting and of course it has taken me years, but I catch on to little nuances of people getting uncomfortable when certain things happen or becoming disengaged when a certain topic is talked about. So I know that that's an opportunity for me to reach out to them and say, hey, I noticed you kind of shut down when this topic was brought up. Is everything okay? Is there anything I can help you with? Or is there anything I can do for you in regards to X, Y, or Z, whatever the topic of the conversation was? Or I ask, was I reading you wrong? And they may open up about something else. But again, it's taken some time and effort to build the relationships to where those people feel comfortable opening up to me about whatever it is. In your team meetings or anytime there is an opportunity for a group meeting, I strongly recommend to first and foremost always be present with the person who is leading the meeting. Give them your attention. Don't have distractions with your phone. Put it on do not disturb so you don't get buzzes and get distracted by your messages. Don't have your computer open if you can avoid it. Take notes on physical paper if you can. Because again, the person leading the meeting has no idea what's on your screen and maybe you're full on taking notes, but it could be perceived as working on something else or being totally distracted. And as messages come in or emails pop up, you may think, oh, I'll hurry and reply to this email. It'll be really quick but it's something that I do not recommend. And then taking it to that next level is being aware of other people in that meeting. And if you are building strong relationships with your coworkers, that's when I work to nicely call people out in a sense of a one-on-one conversation saying, hey, in that meeting, you seemed a little disengaged. Is everything okay? And kind of opening that up. And if they are saying, no, I'm actually really fine. You can say, hey, do you mind if I give you some feedback? And if they say yes, that's when I tell them. I asked that question because when we were in the meeting, it looked like you were really just staring at your computer screen and focused on something else or distracted by something else. And so I think it might be helpful if maybe for next meeting, if you tried to not bring your computer in or whatever it may be as far as feedback. Again, I'm always thinking of and referring to many different types of call center environments because that's where I was born and raised. It was call centers. So maybe this is a warehouse or a production line that you work in and that meeting looks different. The same principles still apply is to make sure that you are taking every opportunity to build those relationships and be aware of others. Because when you're aware of what other people are going through, you can help be a support to them. And again, advocate for them and encourage them to step up and be an even better team member and contributor to the team. All right, friends, on that note... If you are working from home, I hope you have found this helpful because I've seen so much online for people 
working from home who aren't normally used to it and things have been so changed up and everything is different than it normally is. So transitioning into working from home and how to continue demonstrating leadership is so important. So I get that change can be scary and that the world is a confusing place right now, but your motivation, your ambition, and your drive are what are going to help you continue to demonstrate leadership even in a remote working environment. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. If you have questions or are struggling with anything right now, reach out to me over at info at I would love to record more episodes on anything in relation to what you're currently going through at work. So if you need some additional guidance or whatever it may be, feel free to reach out and I would be happy to record an episode. Until next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.